Don't Tell Me the Odds is a D&D podcast that contains profanity, graphic depictions of violence, and adult humor. This podcast is not recommended for children. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Bowen Lyons, and I started this podcast with my good, good friends to give us an excuse to travel across city lines and get together and roll dice around the table. We'll be introducing each episode with a little bit of freestyle beatboxing, and then we'll get right into the gameplay. The audio quality for the first three episodes is not that great. We were recording with what we had and what I could borrow, but the episodes after that have much better sound quality, so please bear with us. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving us a shot. Hope you enjoy the show. What are you talking about? I would just like to say, I need to get over there. I need to take over this. And then I the only way that I can do that is if I D&D podcast. This is not going to be the intro because I don't have the right energy, but I'm just going to start playing and I feel like the energy <laughs> will get better and we can do the intro later. Just re-record uh, it. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The odds do are it in post. We'll, we'll fix it in post. post. Yeah, we'll <laughs> 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 this is a D&D post podcast. <laughs> All right. Lighten was once a land of constant war. There were kingdoms littering the landscape, each run by tyrants that thought they should have it all. Few dared to work together because those that did were surely double-crossed. King Habernathy I is sipping on wine and discussing military plans with his commanders. Just up the stairs, Queen Habernathy is giving birth. She prays for a boy, but it is in vain. A beautiful little girl is born, and Queen Habernathy is sentenced to death. The child is given to one of the maids to be dealt with. The maid makes a brave choice to defy the king and gives the child to an impoverished family just outside the city. They name her Haberna, so she will always remember where she came from and how she was tossed aside by the king. Over the next decades, Haberna grew and learned. She became influential, influential above... <laughs> we are podcasters. <laughs> she became influential amongst the lower and some of the higher class members of society. She trained and became a fierce combatant and powerful mage. She soon had a large following of rebels who met in secret under the king's nose. They eventually overthrew King Habernathy, and Haberna sent a portion of his remains to each of the other kings as a warning. Haberna continued on on her journey as if by divine right. She would overthrow a kingdom, install a trusted regime, and move to the next. She eventually had ended the reign of all the corrupt kings. There were whispers amongst the people that Haberna had become just as corrupt as those she opposed. 
they didn't see her vision for the future because she hadn't yet revealed it. After Haberna had taken over all of Leighton and the people were united under one crown, Haberna created a system of government where the people would have a say in who represents them and s different arms of the government would have to answer to one another. This government entity would need a central place to do their governing. This place would be named Profuse and eventually would just be referred to as the capital, for it is the capital of the vast realm of Leighton. It has been two centuries since Leighton was founded. In that time, they have discovered and had war with two other kingdoms, Discar and Torn. A century-long peace treaty was signed and the war ended. We are towards the end of the century of peace. Tensions are high between the three kingdoms, but for the common person, these are the squabbles of the ruling class. We will start our story in Profuse, the capital of Leighton, a work of modern architecture. Profuse is a massive metropolis with towering guard towers and a massive wall surrounding it. Centered on a large hill adjacent to the Haberna River and surrounded on all sides by flat open land, Profuse is well defended and very wealthy. Over the past 200 years, those who were wealthy or sought to be wealthy came to Profuse to claim farmlands, sell their wares, and make their fortune. As the wealth and population grew, an unexpected problem arose. People had old stuff they didn't want anymore and needed a place to get rid of it. The problem grew and grew, and citizens would leave old, broken, or just outdated furniture and decor outside the city walls in big piles. The sight made King River very unhappy. Through his urging, the civil house established a guild that would take these unwanted items and get rid of them. The guild is called the Dumpers, and they take all the unwanted items to the dump. The Profuse Dump is about half a day's ride southeast of Profuse. Here we find a little goblin named Shingleshanks. Jordan, please introduce Shingleshanks. Uh, yeah, so Shingleshanks is a female goblin. Um, she has uh, rusty red hair uh, that she keeps up in a messy bun, um, I imagine, with like dirty used chopsticks that she found um, just in the dump somewhere. Uh, she's got dark red eyes, really shifty looking dark red eyes. Uh, she's very small. She's only three feet tall. Uh, and she weighs 80 pounds. Um, she's only 20 years old, give or take a little bit. Um, and her skin is a light sea green. Uh, she is a chaotic neutral, heavily on the chaotic side. Um, and she is just an absolute delight as she thinks, uh, to be around. So, <laughs> And you're, you're a bard, right? Yes, yes. I am a bard. I'm going to be a dexterous bard. I'll probably, you know, lean into thief here pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, so I'm a bard. I get to carry around lots of uh, instruments. Um, I also have a favorite weapon, uh, and that is going to be a rusty spoon. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, like, like her name says, uh, her name is Shingleshanks, uh, and shanking is her favorite thing. So she uses a rusty spoon to do that. So, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> How does your dump look, Jordan? Um, it's going to be uh, piled very, very high, like massive piles. It's going to be mountains of just junk and trash. A lot of it's going to be very broken and splintered. Um, there's some newer stuff like on the on the edges because they don't really want to go in to dump things on top of the old stuff. Uh, so all the newer stuff is on the edges and all the, all the really old stuff is in the center. Um, there's going to be a lot of like broken carts and, um, obviously like broken chairs, old, uh, old cribs and stuff like that. Lots of baby furniture, like lots of baby furniture. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> there's going to be lots of, uh, old broken teacups, um, uh, 
a lot of cast iron uh, stuff that like rusted over and nobody felt like cleaning. Um, there's going to be uh, just lots of like shattered glass. It's just a lot of just general junkyard stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you hear a burrowing sound in the distance, like a rumbling, kind of like Bugs Bunny kind of sound. And uh, in front of you, a little mole pops out. It goes, and it has a little letter in its mouth that it pulls out and hands to you. Uh, I guess I'm just going to open the letter. The letter reads, Dear Shingleshanks, I regret to inform you, my child, that your step-cousin twice removed, Gringleglaba, is sent to be tried for grave crimes against the clan. As you well know, crimes of this nature are rare in our court. We are struggling with how Gringlegaba would could portray us in this way. This letter is a summon to the court of the broken nose. Gringlegaba has asked you to represent him in the case. We will be waiting for you to get the trial underway. In the meantime, Gringlegaba will be detained on hut arrest. With love, your Lord Elder Eldest. I guess I look at the mole and go, well. It's a great time for you to bring me some bad news now, isn't it? I've got to leave my jump. i got to go see people, those stupid people in the Broken Nose Club. None of them really liked me anyways. I don't know why they want me to come. But I guess if Gringle Love wants me to come, I should. Fine, I guess I'll be there. Tell them I'll be there. <laughs> the, the, little, uh, shit. the little mole looks at you and goes, and then burrows back in its hole and starts heading back towards the... Uh, the clan. Um, how do you how do you venture? Like, how do you travel? Are you just walking? Do you have like a cart? Um, I I think um, I think more than likely she catch she catches a ride with the dumpers, uh, but not that they know of it. Um, well, the dumpers go back to Profuse. Yes. Yeah, so Where you're going a, is trying to go south. She catches a ride back to Profuse, and then she catches a ride there. Oh, okay. Because she knows that, you know, nobody else is coming to the dump. Uh, so she's going to catch a ride back to Profuse, and then... Cool. Do you, like, hide in, like, the dump truck? Like, the empty dump truck? You just, like, jump in it? Yes. It's not yeah, a truck. She, it's, like, a big cart yeah, that she, gets pulled she finds, by, like, donkeys. She finds maybe, like, um, like uh, a part of the... Part of the cart that's like especially nasty and that's where she kind of hides um, cuddle up next to some like mold yeah 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 like some uh yeah something like that something like that yeah nice. definitely maybe some old clothes that are like so soaked and everything like that you can't actually get them off you know you know how when clothes like start to disintegrate and everything like that yeah yeah that she hides in with that because her clothes kind of look the same as that so yeah, yeah that's good that's where she's it's at. like starch like a bunch of starch nasty clothes yes they're really really gross um and her clothes look very similar to that so she that just blends in perfectly <laughs> i love it i love it okay so you make your way to Geralt, or you make your way to the clans and on the way is Geralt. So, now we're going to leave you, and we're going to go over to Ugmug. Joey, please introduce Ugmug. Ugmug is a goblin who's a little older. He is uh, 35 years old. He has stringy gray and black hair uh, and dark green skin. He's about three and a half feet tall. Um, he wears fancy clothes that are old and tattered with patches on parts of it. It's very holy. Um, he wears a top hat that has holes in the sides for his ears, and they just kind of pop out on each side. Um, 
And then, so he, for his class, he's a Oath of Conquest Paladin, and he's obsessed with ruling over anyone and anything he sees. And he's delusional enough to actually believe that he has authority. Uh, he uses a meat tenderizer that he stole as a warhammer and a pot lid as his shield that he uses proudly to charge into battle. Ugmug, you are in the back of a merchant's cart by the name of Gillian Rust. It has been a month since you were bamboozled by the cult of Shikaka, the white dragon. As the cart rattles down the road, you're thinking, about, thinking back to how you got into this mess. You left your clan, the Chip Tooth, because you challenged King Pearl's leadership, and you lost that challenge. After a few days of wandering the forest, nearly starved to death, uh, you were saved by a monk of Shikaka, who immediately started granting your every command because the Shikaka believe in helping others no matter what the cost. And so you unwittingly take, took advantage of all of these poor monks. They decided to send you on a journey of enlightenment, and they moved the whole temple while you were gone just to be finally rid of you. Returning to an empty temple, you were once again trying to find someone, something else to rule. You were found the next day by a girl named Lydia Rust. Lydia adopted you as a pet and tried to keep you hidden from her family, but you were soon found by their father, uh, Gillian, who told his daughter he would take you to Torin along his trade route, but when you got to Geralt, he immediately dumped you at the Goblin Orphanage, uh, promising to return. You have been running this orphanage as the senior goblin of 35 years. You, you have the children doing whatever you want them to. And things have gotten rowdy in the orphanage. So much so that you overhear the head priest of the orphanage request for the church to send another priest to help her. Ian, please introduce Zeno. All right. Zeno, uh, he's six foot one. The tallest elf height possible, therefore he's very old. I don't think that that's the tallest elf. I mean, that's what it said on D and D Beyond. It said Wood Elf was all some, right. Five. I'm gonna make an elf six, that's one. six foot two just to have one that's taller than you. Mm. <laughs> uh, Zeno would be a center in the Elf uh, Basketball Association. <laughs> um, he is a cleric, um, which. And uh, he's, he's going to be a Healy boy for the team. Healy boy. Mm -hmm. Healy boy and tanky. Uh, he heals by healing touch, which he uh, distributes through little kisses. <laughs> little healing kisses. The smooches. Yeah, yeah got to fix the boo-boo. <laughs> and uh, Zeno's out here. Or Zeno. You put Zeno into my head, damn it. Zeno is out here living life, being dumb, but wise. You left the Temple of Many in Profuse to go to Geralt. You were assigned to help Addo with the Goblin Orphanage. The Temple received word that she needed extra aid uh, due to a new member inciting the children to act up. As you approach the orphanage, you witness a stampede of young goblins run out the door, across the road, and into the forest, followed by a short goblin in tattered fancy clothes. Charge! <laughs> oh, children. <laughs> They're all so adorable. <laughs> Ada looks at you, Z Zeno, and says, Hey, are, are you Zeno? Get that little rascal Ugmug in the tattered clothes. I'll round the others up. Can you handle that? All right. I'll do my best. You'll never take me alive! <laughs> I don't know how good my best will be. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, just do your best. I got to right. go. All right. And so you run after Ugmug. As this is happening, I'm thinking about the capital and its modern architecture. 
and how there's a dump outside of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ugmug, you're running. Uh You're running as fast as your little legs can take you. I'm Uh, catching up. I'm six You turn around for a moment to see Zeno, or the priest. There's just a priest chasing you. Ah! Where'd you come from? I'm I'm doing uh, full strides. You turn back around, and you are about to run headfirst into another goblin. Shingle Shanks, make me a dexterity saving throw. (laughs) I really hope they do a little run into each other smooch. Be fun. (laughs) So that's, that's a six... Plus three. Yeah, so you run straight into Shingle Shanks. <laughs> a big old pile of two goblins. Ow! <laughs> kids uh, will be kids. <laughs> Get out of my way! How dare you run into you were me? In my, I was here first! Ah, I will shank you! All right, children, we gotta go back to the orphanage. Come ah, on. You can't make me. Who are you and leave me alone? I grab them. By the, the shirts. <laughs> as, as you grab the two goblins and turn around, you notice that there's a bandit standing in the road. And a bunch of other bandits, like six of them, encompass you, surround you. I tell them it's not worth it. Nobody wants them anyways. They're just orphans. <laughs> <laughs> They've been here a long time, I assume. I don't know. I'm, I'm new here. <laughs> Well, Gunter, this one's trying to be smart. I think we should ransom these guys. Looks like we got two little goblin orphans and one of their priests. I think the church will pay a pretty penny to get these guys back. Touch me and I'll scoop your eyes out with my spoon. Jokes jokes on you. I'm worthless. These ones are feisty. Gunter, what do you think we should do? I'm still... I'm still holding them, so they're just, like, squirming around in my hands. (laughs) Uh... I don't know, Captain. What would uh? Maybe we should just knock them out and take them back to the camp. Yeah, that sounds good. Others have tried. <laughs> All right, uh, let's roll for initiative. Yeah, I, I put the children down, obviously. <laughs> As a four plus three for me. It's <laughs> a thirteen plus initiative for me. How much is your initiative? Or, I'm sorry. So it was, it's 13 including initiative is what I meant. Oh, my got it. Four. Okay, okay, okay. Nine. It's four. So right. mine was a seven total. I don't know if you got that, but yeah. You're in the right place. You're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Ugmug, you get to act first. These bandits are kind of like trying to close in on y'all. Okay, okay. Let's <laughs> see here. So first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, pull out my shield. I believe that's a bonus action to do that. Um, you can just pull out your shield. Sure. It's a free action. <laughs> so I pull out my shield, brings my um, AC to 18. Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and try to charge at the first one, just, just kind of like in, in a blind rage, thinking that like I, I can attack them. I, I, I feel like I'm better than them. So I'm going to run at them and just be like, ah, die! <laughs> <laughs> just running at them, and, and I'm just going to swing at their ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Roll the hit. Okay. Oof, that's not great. Um, let's see. I'm guessing that's going to be my strength. So that is going to be a eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. He dodges out of the way. Oh, no, he hops. You were slicing at his ankles? Yes. Yeah, he hops. Okay. He hops up out of the way, and then it's his turn next on initiative, so he's going to swing down at you as he's jumping in the air. So Ugmug totally whiffs. He whiffs, too. 
<laughs> he misses you. He lands and says, "Oh, you little shit! We're gonna get you. You're way outnumbered. Y'all just want to like y'all should probably just fucking come with us." Like, <laughs> never. <laughs> You'll never take me alive. <laughs> I respect your offer and decline. <laughs> Zeno, it's your turn. I. Uh, I'm gonna blast that motherfucker. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I just pull out my gun and I just start shooting. I'm just like bang, 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 bang. No, Zeno has a gun. Yeah, it's a <laughs> sacred. Flame. I didn't approve this. <laughs> it's a really cool looking flame. It's extended lore. <laughs> all right, let's see. And I miss. Nice. <laughs> We're all missing. This is good. Great start. Very powerful, very strong. All right. Uh, well, I think. Uh, ten. You have a bonus action. Anything else you want to do? Um, n- no, I I don't think so. No, I don't have anybody to smooch yet. All right, <laughs> Shingle Shanks, it's your turn. Um, Shingle Shanks is gonna start with thunderclap. Uh, Ooh. yeah. So she's gonna do. Yeah, it's one d six damage if she. It hits. pushes everybody back ten feet, right? Uh no, that is that is thunder, that's thunder wave. I have that one too, but that's uh, a that's a level one spell. I want to wait for that one. So I'm gonna do thunder clap and try and hit them with thunder clap. Okay. They have to make a Constitution save of twelve or higher. Uh, what's the? Is it just one person? Um. Or is it like an area effect? It's each creature within range other than you must succeed on a Constitution saving throw or take one d six damage. What's the range? Uh, you can create a thun- burst of thunder sound that can be heard up to a hundred feet away. It's just what it says. Everyone within a hundred feet? <laughs> That's fucking nuts. <laughs> right. yeah. Only 1d6. Uh, what's the DC? Wait, aren't, aren't uh, we... Constitution 12. Aren't we within a hundred feet? Yeah. Yeah, y'all, need to, <laughs> y'all are going to have to make constitution yeah. checks, too. <laughs> Shingle Shanks doesn't know you guys. You picked her up randomly. You ran into her. <laughs> I had to get the children back together. Um, is it Dex? Uh, constitution. It's Constitution. It's got to be 12 or higher. Uh, 15, so I'm good. Okay. All right, so three notice. of the bandits pass. The leader and two of the other bandits do not. Okay, so they get to take 1d6 damage. So that's three points of damage right. for whoever I, failed. I also failed, so I shall also be taking three points of damage. All right. <laughs> Uh, future notice, <laughs> Sacred Flame is uh, a save. It's not me uh, oh, okay. hitting. It was a dex save of 13. Okay. But it's, but it's all good. We'll just say we missed on that first one. Yeah. We'll do it, we'll do it better in the future. No. <laughs> I, I also screwed up my first roll, so it's perfect. We'll just, I just we'll realized do it right the next time. Yeah. None of my spells to actually like do damage, I have to roll for. It's all constitution saves for everybody else. That's awesome. All auto hits. Or a, or a wisdom save for hideous laughter, well, but thunderclap and thunder wave are both constitution. So. No, no. Thunderclap is a cantrip. <laughs> Alright, so five yeah. bandits are going to attack you. Uh, let's say two of them are going to attack Zeno. Only two? I don't get in front of the children. Uh, does a... 16 hit your armor class? Yes, Ty goes to the runner. Is it a 16? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you take 1d6. Hey, Bowen, I think I actually just messed up the... It said it can be heard up to 100 feet, but then the range is 5 feet. 
Okay. The area yeah, that hiking. was that's definitely wrong then. I, I figured a okay. hundred feet. Yeah, was I, like, was, Whoa. I was confused. I was like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> that's fine. We're already here, so we're okay. just gonna keep going. Just want to let they're, you know. They were all hugging. I'll fix they're it. In post. Four damage, Zeno. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> four damage on top of that. <laughs> what do you mean? You said one. No, I said one d six, and then I rolled uh, the d six, okay. and then it was a four. Cool. Well, it was a three plus one, which is four. No, it's cool. <laughs> we don't need to do math on this podcast. Right. <laughs> and then two of the other ones, or actually three of the other ones and a leader. We'll just split them up. Yeah. Two of them are going to go after Shingle Shanks. Does a 15 hit your AC? Yeah. 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 That's a six damage. Oh, my gosh. You're trying okay. to kill her. Jeez. For realsies, though. And then two more are going to go after Ugmug. And both of them hit, I'm pretty sure. Okay. The 15 and the 21. Uh, 15 does not. Okay. Uh, so one of them does. hit. So that's six. Okay. Shingle Shanks is very much hurting right now. Ow! All right. Good. Oh, y'all lipping off. Y'all are all going to fucking die. <laughs> Man, this is Can't not going to be a long-running podcast. podcast. Shortest podcast ever. <laughs> 20 minutes and we're dead. Six. Holy crap. You're really trying to kill us. Don't don't worry about Show it. Talking to the don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Ugmug, that's you. Okay. So this time I'm going to attack with all fervor. Ow! How did you hit? You hit me! Ah! And he's going to run right at him, and, and he's going to go straight for his nuts this time. Uh, easier target. Oh, that's a nat 20 on his nuts. So Fuck yeah. So easy target. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was hanging right there for me. Are you hitting the leader? Uh, yes. Cool. Um, whoever, well, whoever just struck, uh, whoever hit me. Uh, one of the bandits hit you. Okay, I'm definitely hitting the one who hit me because I'm mad at him. Okay. okay, we'll say that's number one. Okay. Um, and then that is going to be... Uh, that is going to be uh, w damage. Uh, so that's going to be a um, 11. Fuck yeah, you slot. How do you kill this bandit? <laughs> I stab him right in the nuts. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I, I, I rip down his... Uh, gosh, this is so graphic. <laughs> going, Give me the blood. I'm, I'm going to rip down his taint, and then just all of the, the blood is going to just pour down. <laughs> I'm just going to you let out the battle. the word cry. taint. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Do not Dude, fuck with Akbak. You, you kill this fucking taint. Zeno disapproves of your... Uh, uh, do you have any bonus actions or anything else? Oh, you know what? I don't even have a ripping thing, so I guess I just, like, pound him so hard. <laughs> I forgot. I have a hammer. Guys, okay, so I don't think I explained this. I have a war hammer that is a uh, meat tenderizer. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so let's see. Yes, yeah, commercial-sized. Uh, and, and so I am going to smash his nuts to where he falls to the ground, and then whenever he falls to the ground, he's, like, laying down, so I have perfect access to his head. I'm going to smash his head in. Promptly. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> He's dead. Exactly. Uh, I will remember to punish you for this uh, violence later. <laughs> he can try. <laughs> uh, 23 hits you, Ugmug? Uh, yes. The leader does. sees you uh, smash his, his bandits, his, his friend's face in, mm -hmm. and then charges at you with a short sword. Oh, no. And slashes you for... Six damage. I'm 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 on the ground. You are knocked unconscious. I'm knocked unconscious. Uh. 
Making me think I should have chosen a different Now we're spell. at Zeno. <laughs> I didn't realize they did non-lethal so damage. He knocked you out. I didn't realize he hit you with the butt of his sword and the top of the head, and it knocked you to the ground. Um, uh, Ugmug uh, goes to sleep. He starts snoring. <laughs> <laughs> like instantly. Zeno, that's you. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to uh, do. Sacred Flame again, but this time you have to roll 13 dex saving on uh, the... It's 11, 12 failed. Did you hit the leader or one of the bandits? Yeah, no, I hit the leader because I just saw him attack my child. It is four. All right. Oh, wait. It's four plus spell attack is five, so nine. Shingle Shanks. Shingle Shanks, that's you. Okay. Um. So who was that attacked her? Was it one of the bandit leaders, or was it some? Was it someone else? Uh, the bandit leader attacked you on the last turn. Oh, bet. Um, Shingle Shanks is going to run at him. Is he like down, or is he still standing? The leader? Yeah. He's still standing. Cool. She's gonna try and uh, shank him in his spleen, uh, with her nice. uh, rusty spoon. Um. <laughs> So let me see if I can hit him. Classic Shingle Shanks. Uh, it's an 11 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Dang it. All right. You go um, to stab his, stab him with your rusty spoon, and he dodges out of the way, and he's like, what the fuck? Is that a spoon? Um, all right. And then as a bonus action, uh, I'm going to use the uh, hide action to try and hide behind his back. All right. Give me a stealth roll. Good lord, these dice hate me. That's not going to work. That's a two plus... <laughs> two plus five. So okay. Or seven. <laughs> it's only if they look for you. Okay. Since you tried to hide, they're just all going to attack Xeno. Oh, cool. That's fine by Shingle Shanks. <laughs> Thanks, Xeno. <laughs> I thought these dice were going to be good. But what was your AC, Ian? Xeno? 16. 16. All right, so two hits... Okay. And that's 10 damage. I am Zeno also is asleep. knocked out. Two bandits run behind him with swords and hit him in the back of the head with the butt of their swords. And Shingle Shanks, it is just you. And the leader is going to swing on you. And that's a 18. Definitely hits. Seven damage. I mean, I'm, I'm out. Yep. I'm out. The leader knocks you out. Gosh dang it. So, as... Thank the lights go out. Everything the, goes out. The podcast is out. over. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so uh, I want you all to make constitution checks to see if you like are a little bit conscious while this is happening. 19. So 13 even. Cool. Okay, that's going to be a 13 for me. Okay. So Zeno, you are mildly conscious as you're being dragged across through the forest into this big clearing. There are trees all around, and there's like a little campsite, and three cages, three like, you know, cubicle cages. Uh, the bandit leader locks each of you in a cage. Sends so he sends like three of the bandits off to deliver the ransom letter. So, you awake a few hours later. It's like ten o'clock at night, pretty dark, and uh, you're locked in these cages. There's a fire in front of you and 
just uh, two of the bandits left to guard over you. What do you want to do? I just start. You kissing. basically got a full rest, by the way. No. Like y'all knocked out and fell asleep okay, and passed cool. out for a few hours. So we're back at full. Probably oh. could have just knocked y'all out and not done a full combat for that. Oh wait, no, we're not at we're not at full. <laughs> Fun in that. Uh, I guess we have to hit dice to get um, our hope I, I back. do I do have a question. Yes. Um so how far away are each of the cages from each other? They're like a foot away from each other. Oh, dang, and okay. all so the bandits did strip whatever weapons you had equipped. They didn't take all your stuff. Just like whatever one thing that you were using, you know? Oh, okay. Can um, And you see a little chest by them. Can I use my thieves tools to try and pick the lock? You absolutely can. Cool. Okay. Okay, so what what would I add to that? Uh it's your proficiency modifier, Just which I think is two. Okay, yeah. So that would be a thirteen plus two for a fifteen. Nice. Can I pop you the pick lock the lock? Shingle yeah. Shakes breaks out of the cage. Um what do you want to do from there? Um, hey, you! Let me out! Now! I don't even know you. You hit me in the road. That was an accident. Just let me out! Mm. Fine. Oh, yes. They Children, should, they I know you don't know me because I'm go. new to the orphanage, but you have to let me out, too. I don't know about Why you. Why should you we let weird. you out? Because I'm your dad. Your orphanage dad. <laughs> Orphanage, Dad. Yeah, you need a dad. I mean, what are you just gonna be an orphan about it? Come on. I've you... never. I've been at the orphanage for I'm months. I'm not an orphan. Place. Who said I'm an orphan? You can't deny it. You're an orphan. I'm going you're, home right now. You're a small child. You were running. All the orphans Shut ran up. away, and uh, I, I saw She's you escaping. I am. I know a neither. Out. I know you and children I are prone to lying as children. No, no, so. no. No, no. I do not believe you. You need to get me out of here. No. So uh, that is a 17 to pick his lock. 17, pick you pick Ugg it Mug's open. Lock. Yep. Okay, cool. You so let Ugmug out. Ugmug's lock. Um, Children, please. <laughs> Shingle Shanks is going to go for the chest first and see if she can un un unlock that. The chest is right by the two bandits. What do I get in return? So if... if Mr. Stinky. We're, we're, we're assuming that y'all are whispering everything that y'all are talking because there's bandits yeah. like 30 feet from you. And so they're both sitting in front of a big fire with a chest beside them. Okay. So Shingle Shanks look at, uh, looks at uh, Zeno and he goes, mm. will you help me kill these bandits so we can steal their stuff? I will help us escape. What's then I will make it to where we have to kill the bandits. Okay, very good. Okay, so uh, Shingle Shanks is going to pick his luck too. All right. So you've you've done it twice already. We'll say that you just picked the okay, luck. Cool. Uh, so Zeno, you get out, and there's those two bandits. Now, how do you want to proceed? Um, so you can sneak up and try to get the jump on them. I definitely how, go to my chest to get my things first. How hurt? All the stuff is yeah, right by them. You have to kill the oh, bandits to get first. To them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Could also create like a distraction right. for them to run to. Um, so because I didn't have my mace equipped, I pull it out of wherever I was keeping it that they didn't take it. I don't know. On your back or something. Yeah. They're yeah. not like super smart bandits. Like they're dumb bandits. All right. They're like, oh yeah, take their weapons. And I am going to go for an old wackadoodle on the back of uh, one of their heads. Are you going to rush up and hit one of them? Yeah. All right. Um, 
We'll say since you're running, you'll get a surprise round, and then we'll roll for initiative. All right. Can, can Chingleshanks at the same time try and do a, a yes. crossbow? Yes. And, and and just just for fun. Um, you all three want to attack at once? Well, yes, but before that, like Ugmug has a uh, ability. Ugmug uh, is a paladin, by the way. I know that may be shocking to some listeners. <laughs> um, a goblin paladin. A goblin paladin, who is also evil, um, in a sense. Of the dragon god. Uh, yes. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> he does have divine sense, and so as an action, you can detect good and evil until the end of your turn, and since anything affected by the uh, hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend, undead, anyways, you can detect good or evil, essentially, uh, where you can, you can pick up on them. Now, whenever I pick up on them, it's backwards, so evil is going to um, smell good to me, it's going to sound good to me, uh, good will, will smell horrible, and... Um, uh, be very uh, damaging to my ears. I, I really don't like it. It's annoying to me. Um, so Divine Sense still works, just backwards. Uh, what do I find with Divine Sense? Uh, they're bad bandits, but they're not like inherently evil. Like They just want money. Like, you know, they're not like, I'm going to take over the world. Like, they're just bandits. So you don't really get, like, inherently evil vibes. The forest around you, though, I will say, you get some some bad vibes like different creatures stalking around in the forest like these these parts are not very uh good this forest smells wonderful <laughs> oh it's just so great i love the smell of this forest do you guys smell it oh sorry be quiet thanks <laughs> goes oh shut up wouldn't you were trying to kill some people ah, are you going to help or not yes yes let's do this now okay very good very good so uh shingle shanks rolled a uh 10 plus 5 that hits so uh that's with her crossbow um, and that's 1d8 plus 3. 1d8 plus 3. So that's a 7 to hit the one that uh, Zeno is not hitting. A 7 to hit? Or is it 7 a seven, for damage? A 7 damage yeah. to hit the one, uh, for the one that Zeno is not hitting. You shoot this guy, and it hits him right in the shoulder. The, the bow, the arrow pierces through his arm and he looks bad and he starts to turn around y'all are all attacking at the same time so what else happens i whack the dude in the back of the head do you run up to the do... same guy no nah, it's gonna be another guy the other guy yeah. there's only two yeah so you're running up to the other one who yeah. hasn't been harmed yeah i'm gonna whack all him right. in the back of the head with a mace it does hit because i rolled a uh, 19 fuck yeah um but it only does two damage that's some damage. That's some. It's a headache. It's a mild headache, for sure. Um, you give him a mild headache, mm -hmm. and he goes, "What the <laughs> fuck? How'd they get out of there?" Don't use that language in front of the children. Ugmug. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go after the same one that Shingle Shanks went after. Um, I did roll a natural twenty. Um, but Again. I, but I'm unarmed at the moment, so. Um, it only does um, double whatever that damage is. Right. So yeah. that's going to be shit, actually. It's two. Yeah, it might be four. Ooh. Four. Doesn't matter. How do you kill him? Ooh. <laughs> he's got uh, an arrow through his chest. Like, he's not great. Um, do you, like, grab the arrow and, like, twist it? <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh. I, I, you get I, all the gory parts today. I, I run up to him and I and I snap off the arrow and I stab it in his eye. <laughs> Shingle Shanks gets really upset about this. She goes, "Why didn't you let me kill him? I almost had him dead there. How rude!" Ah, but of course, I was the one to kill him because I'm the best. Well, I'm the, the one to kill you. So, 
All right. So now we'll stick with the same initiative that we were in before. Um, so at the top of the order, that's Ugmug again. You got a surprise round, and then we're jumping into initiative. Okay. You get to act twice. Ooh, awesome. Okay. Um, but before this happens, I uh, I don't use uh, healing wounds, but I still give the guy that we just killed a little smooch. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hopefully this helps. The other one watches you do it, and is just like, what the fuck? I'm healing him. <laughs> He's dead, dude. He's No, I healed him. <laughs> He's so fucking weird. <laughs> um... All right, so I'm going to... The other guy just got hit in the back of the head, right? Yes. Zeno had hit him in the back of the head with his mace. Um, does a 17 hit? 17 does hit. Lovely. Roll some damage. Roll some damage. Oh, you could have used your turn to open that chest, by the way. Shit. That's, <laughs> that's something y'all can do like in combat. Y'all can interact with an object. That's true. Just, yeah. Uh, I should have mentioned that before your turn. Gosh, I really don't have an item that I can use. If you want to use your turn, save that roll to grab your your shit, and you can pass all of the shit back to them too. Yeah, I could do that. Um, I'll make a run for it to the to the chest. The chest is like like three feet from you because mm -hmm. it was like right next to them too is it locked at all or is it just, just no it's just open all right so they just they y'all were locked they didn't need to lock the chest it. too I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna toss it open with all my weight uh, <laughs> it's probably big. pretty hard for you to open this <laughs> chest <laughs> roll me a strength roll actually oh wait that's what we use the roll for yeah, okay. what was your roll I think it was like a 16. all right so you struggled <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, yeah. And then I throw it over to, to Zeno and then I throw it over to Shingle Shanks. Th throw the spoon to Shingle Shanks. Uh, <laughs> Rusty I, spoon. I, I don't know what, what Zeno's. I had a shield. Okay. So I, threw, I, I just I frisbeed it over to you. Yeah. His cool. dumbass was fighting with just his shield. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing something else. <laughs> I just had a shield to. I just like. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> bam, I'm going to get you. <laughs> combat, actually. If you wanted to be proficient in that, just saying. What's that? Yeah. There, there is a shield combat like thing that you can do in D and D. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Mm. That's a fighter thing, right? I believe so. Yeah. Like Maybe that. I'll dual class. Who knows what happens? Dude, fighters this. a good dual class. All right, back to what was happening at hand. You uh, got all your stuff, and then now we're over to Zeno. Ugmug just threw you his your mace right. or your shield. Yeah. I feel safer. All right, and what do you want to do? <laughs> grab all that stuff out. I, 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 after I've thrown it to them, I jump up on the edge of the of the chest, and nice. then I, and then I'm just like, uh, "Victory is ours! Charge!" <laughs> uh, and then I just encourage right. them to go. Um, <laughs> like it. I, I get. I'm gonna whack the guy again, but you know, since I went down and hit him on the head, I guess I'm gonna pull back up and try to go for the face this time. Okay, yeah. you're doing like an upward swing, mm -hmm. an upward mace swing, the yep. rumored upward mace swing. The long foretold <laughs> upward <laughs> mace swing, uh, 12. 12. Did I whiff? Meets it beats, you hit him. Sweet. What's the damage? It is three. Three. All right, him. you him bring it up face. and you hit him across the cheek, leaving a huge gash in his cheek. And then uh, Shingle Shanks, that's your turn. Shingle Shanks gets to kill this guy. I'm so excited. 
Okay, so Shingle Shanks um, is going to run up to this dude and use Thunderclap again. And I did not tell you how she does Thunderclap. Um, so since she's a bard, she obviously uses her weapons to cast or her uh, instruments to cast spells. So she has a vial, um, but instead of using it like you're actually supposed to with a bow and everything like that, she uses it like a guitar. Um, so Shingle Shanks <laughs> does one downward strum and, and like one of the strings breaks and then she slaps the vial like you would slap a guitar and whenever she slaps that thunder wave bursts out from it i fucking uh, love it i love the image yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. and he has to make a uh, constitution 12 saving throw all right he fails he fails okay so that's one d6 thunder damage that's Six. not what i wanted thank you uh that's a five Five damage? Yeah. Right, he's looking real bad. Dang, I was hoping his head would explode. <laughs> so this bandit cowers away from you after this 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 massive thunder explosion right in his face. And he's stumbling on the ground. He's like, oh, just let me live. Don't I'll 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 leave you alone. I'll just run away. Like just let me live. And then that's uh a actually no, wait, that's his turn. Uh yeah, he's gonna use his turn to beg for his life. You should have thought of that before you captured us. <laughs> yes, yes. How do you kill him, Mug Mug? <laughs> I, um... I'm not going to make you roll for it. He has one hit point. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he didn't see me whenever I said that. I was behind him. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Where then, did you come from? And I jump out. You're him. on top of the chest, right? Yes. So he was backing away from... Uh, from from Shingle Shanks. <laughs> like, oh, just let me live. And you're behind him on top of the chest. And then I jump down, and with all of my fury and force, I bring the hammer down with the power of a thousand goblins. <laughs> Hell yeah. RKO right. out of nowhere. You crush another skull, another notch on your belt, and you guys have killed these bandits. I give that guy a smooch, too, and I'm like, they're fine, children. They'll be fine. Shingle Shanks looks over at Ugma and goes, you just had to take all the good kills today, didn't you? You better leave me some later on. No I one died, children. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you will die soon. <laughs> she might kill you. I have no control. Neither of you older enough or old enough to understand the concept of death. <laughs> he thinks we're children for some reason. <laughs> he must be slow. It's okay. You're too short to be adults. <laughs> <laughs> and you're too tall to be smart. <laughs> so y'all are y'all are in this clearing, this circle of trees. It's about like thirty feet long, forty feet long, and so, but it's dark. Like there's no paths going out of this place. This is like a bandit hideout. So you don't really know which way to go to get back to Geralt. Y'all got knocked unconscious, um, and you also know that there were four other bandits in this party that are not here. So they may come back. Should probably hightail it out of there. Anything you want to do? Is there anything else that we can loot? Yeah, there's got to be something to loot around You can here. loot those bandits. Yeah. yeah. Bodies. yeah. Loot them heckin' bandits. Hell yeah. All right, you find like, I don't know, 20 gold pieces between them. And awesome. uh, that's it. Oh, Just some gold. I mean, they have like their regular weapons as well. If you want those. What weapons did they have? Uh, they had short swords and little shitty shields. Shingle Shanks would like to take a shield. All right. Yep. I I tell uh, the goblins that uh, looting, uh, sleeping 
people is a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seriously telling me about war crimes? You're old enough. You look 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll commit a war crime on you. Uh, not, looks let's, over let's, at, not, uh, let's not talk about war crimes anymore, children. Looks over at Zeno and goes, Hey, you look like you have money. You probably don't need this gold. We're going to take it all for us, okay? Hmm. We'll decide what we do with the money when we get back to the orphanage. No, but it's my shinies. <laughs> <laughs> it's my shinies. All right, so... Uh, someone needs to uh, y'all. Y'all need to navigate your way out through this forest to try to find your way back to Geralt. Okay. okay. So one of y'all needs to roll like a nature check. Who's leading? Oh, it's got to be me because they're children. <laughs> Zeno Zeno takes the lead of the two little orphans. Um, I think I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's eleven. Are Are you like sure of yourself, lost, or are you like I don't know where we're going? Um, I'm. Well, I got an 11, so I'm going to say that I'm not super sure that I'm lost, but I'm probably not going the right way. Okay. <laughs> Are there any... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe I could do an investigation for, like, footprints or tracks to see if they came from a certain direction or if they lead anywhere. Yeah. I was Wait, you could definitely Wait, hold on. Any... I was conscious for that ride, wasn't I? Right. Maybe I just yeah, remember so the Yeah, so you do have a bearing. Yeah, maybe I just remember the way that we came. and I just You remember the direction-ish. Like, you know what direction you were dragged from, from the road? So you can kind of walk. So, like, you can kind of yeah. sense, like, which yeah, way to so go. Yeah, so we, we just kind of go that way. All right. Do you want to give give some help? I can. Yeah, sure. Not going to be much help there. You don't, <laughs> it's okay. you don't see any tracks. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I don't respect the opinions of children. <laughs> I'm too busy. Um, uh, looting through the bodies and trying to find more things and, and just picking his, his, his things apart. Not really Looking at bugs around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, yes, it's a shiny one. So as y'all are walking, you hear these like faint, like regular explosions happen in, in like the maybe like 50 feet, almost 100 feet away from you. They're just little and it's very regular. Do y'all want to roll a perception check, kind of see what's yes. up? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Perception. I'm using the bad dice. Not the bad dice. That's just the dice a nine house? for me. It's a nine? It's only a nine. I got a 14. 14, that's good. Uh, Enough. Y'all are level one. And then, <laughs> and then mine's a six. A six. Just a six. So you hear these explosions, and um, Zeno, you would you would kind of be familiar with excavations and stuff like that, because like the church does a lot of like ruins, like they look at ruins and like check out old stuff. So you would kind of be able to infer that this is some kind of excavation. These explosions are very regular; they're not like random or like dangerous. Okay. Um, I mentioned that to the children. Uh, well, before Ugmunk thinks that we're under attack, uh, uh, full on assault! They're after us. <laughs> no, it's fine, child. It's just what? excavation. What? You you wouldn't understand yet, but what? it's when they kind of like dig at stuff to find things underground. You're saying they're not trying to attack us? No, I mean it doesn't seem so right now. But uh, knowing you two, I don't uh, believe we you. We might see. But I'll follow along with you for now. Okay. <laughs> So y'all keep walking, and uh, to your right, 
you see this massive crater. It looks like a fresh crater. Like it's this big pit that's kind of buried. And there's a, uh, a mage standing on the outside of the crater, waving their hands around. There's like this glowing purple light emanating from their hands. And they're just looking over this crater. Do y'all want to keep walking? Shingle Shanks wants to cast dancing lights around the guy to add more purple glowing lights around him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just to mess with him. But she wants to do oh. it hidden. She wants to be like very hidden in the bushes, like not being able to be seen. Okay. Uh, so this mage notices your dancing lights. Oh, what? What is? And she turns around and sees you three. <laughs> And starts walking towards you. Hey, uh, well, she doesn't see you. She, I mean, she knows the source of the magic, though. This is a powerful mage. <laughs> and she, she walks up and she says, uh, oh, what a peculiar group. What brings you all to this dank forest in the middle of the night? Undoubtedly some bad circumstances. Well, ma'am, I don't know if you know this, but you're purple. Uh, you should look into that. She gets yes, help. my robe is purple. I'm, I am not purple my, my robe is look at the lights around you man. you're a little dim-witted <laughs> she turns Shanks pops out yes, of the bush and goes yes yes we, we said the same thing glad someone else sees it thank you <laughs> well i am gwendolok mirslav you see this large crater and she gestures over the crater and while you scan your little eyeballs across the crater you see a, a group of dwarves in a line the one on the furthest the furthest left of the line lights a stick of dynamite and then passes it to the next. And that one yells, son of a dim forge, don't Thelrig lit the damn thing again. Pass it quick. You do that again, Thelrig and I'll kick your arse. <laughs> Gwendolux smirks at the doors and continues. I have reason to believe that underneath us is the lost tower. Have y'all ever heard of the lost tower? Ooh, sounds like something that I could claim for my own. <laughs> sounds like it might have shiny. No, I haven't. Nor have I heard of bearded children. <laughs> they're, they're, they're dwarves. They're dwarves. Look at how short they are. He Not because they're small. It's a whole thing. Age and height are not... It's very no, what, I, Your whole deal. <laughs> so, so, the Lost Tower... When the peace treaty between the three kingdoms was signed 50 years ago, a member of the council up and vanished. They were a powerful mage with some radical views on how things ought to be in the world. I believe he retreated to a secret tower to continue his work undisturbed by the world's qualms. This tower, I believe, should be right under us, or more accurately, right over there. The elven sorceress points towards a stick of dynamite being placed on the crater floor. The dwarves all run back, Thelrig yells, fire in the hole! The explosion blasts dirt and plant debris up out of the crater, exposing a dark black spike that is being held by the statue of a golem. And so it is so. The dwarves unearth more of this tower with great haste. Gwendolok turns to you all. So, do, do y'all want to help? I'll pay you, and I'll let you keep anything you find as long as I can examine it first and maybe study it a little. Yes, 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 yes. As long as I can take goodies. Oh, good. Chinese. I do like the bargaining. Good, good, good. I do have to say, I don't know quite the dangers that are in this tower. Danger is my middle name. 
Well, I don't have a middle name. Shingleshanks is a name, and shanking is my game. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. You two are absolutely adorable. You know, there's a lot of bad talk about goblins, but you two are all right. What's a goblin? You haven't known this yet. <laughs> they they are goblins. No, They're, that's a weird word for child, but okay. They're green. I thought they were just sick. I'm more of a sea foam. Thank you very much. <laughs> Semantics. They're orphans. They're they're dying. <laughs> I, I take offense to that. We are our colors that we say we are. Okay, we identify. She identifies as seafoam green. I identify as jade green. <laughs> Very well. Uh, well, but, but I am willing to help though. Uh, but we need to make sure that the children are safe. Good. I'm I'm so glad you were helped. We'll, we'll need your wit. You're you are on point, sharp as a tack. I am very wise. Yes. Yes. Well, uh let's, let's walk on down to this crater. What do you think? You join me? Ah, why not? Yeah, Shingle Shank skips behind the lady uh in a very it should be cute, but it's really uncomfortable. Like <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. It's for like some an reason. like an evil little like demon girl kind yes, of skip. I love exactly. it. I love it. Like you look at it and you're like, mm, 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 no. And uh Gwendolock loves it too. It, Amazing. <laughs> I love this lady already. <laughs> and uh Ugmug is going to kind of say under his breath, as long as I get to take over the towers by own, that's fine. You you can't have the tower. What? The no, tower it's, is I, not Yours. But ha- it, it will, you can have some right. stuff from the it's tower. It's not mine. It will be mine. <laughs> no, it w- it won't. That's not how this works. This you, you know what? You you can think you own it. Just, that's that's totally. Just fine. let the She's child totally have it. Totally let me. <laughs> totally let me grab it. It's going to be mine. <laughs> yes. Sure will, son. <laughs> so, Back. the dwarves can continue to like bear, d- dig out this tower and exposes this long spike, which is like. It's, it's like black, so, uh, really shiny stone. And it's this big, long tower, the top of a tower, like underground. And each corner has a little spike with a little go- uh, golem on it. Oh, am I talking too close? No, you're talking too far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Move closer. So they expose this little window. And inside of it, you can see from from the outside that there's a big spherical cage on the inside and uh that's where we'll end this session (laughs) okay so pee break before we start and we're good (laughs) there's an extra sink Oh, stay away from me with your kisses. <laughs> ah, stop it!